0: Welcome to Hero's Journey Physio Fitness. Our mission is to empower, inspire, and mentor people to reclaim their health and become self-reliant in their fitness. I'm your host, Dr. Cameron Hogue. Joined with me is my co-host, Annabelle Rios.
1: Okay, we're going live in three, two, one. Welcome everyone. Glad to have you on the show. As you always know, make sure you like the podcast, subscribe, give it a five-star rating, give a comment.
0: Give some love.
1: Give some love. And I'm sure some of you guys know we're we're slowly training more people. So if you want – oh, that's online training, to be exact. So preferably time zone over here in the, the West. You know, uh, it'll be a little bit harder if you're over in Europe. But, hey, maybe we'll, we'll try to work something out. But, yeah, definitely check us out. We can coach you, train you, help you on your journey. Today we got a very special topic. Um, I think uh, Kim and I always talk about this. and Unfortunately – it's not really discussed. I think you see on the uh, other side of it, which is what? Weight Lose loss. Weight, weight loss uh, from fat to fit. But there's the other side of the coin that is... Skinny to jack. <laughs> yeah, they don't, they don't talk about that. And they're both hard, but one doesn't get talked about enough, which is how to actually gain the weight. It's a different struggle. And a lot of people, myself included in the past, is like, what are you complaining about? You're already skinny. What, what do you mean you have your issues gaining weight? I just look at food. So that's why we want to talk about today is how do you actually gain muscle, especially if you're skinny. It's a long journey, and obviously, Cam, you went through that, right? I Tell did. us about your journey.
0: Yeah. Here's <clears> – <throat> and I think Annabelle hit the nail on the head with the fact that sometimes it's called hard gainers. You know, I think that's, a, I think that's uh, that. term. Oh, Yeah. Um, but that doesn't get nearly as talked about as much as like losing the weight, which again, if, if two thirds of America are fat or obese, then there, you know, that is more people that struggle with that than the one third who might be, you know, normal weight or even those who are below normal weight.
1: Yeah. And it's, it needs to be discussed because it is a struggle yeah. and a lot of times maybe you might feel ashamed like, why do I, say, why am I even worried about this? I should be happy. I'm in that maybe potentially that one third.
0: Yeah, but there there is actually, there are studies when it comes to longevity of life and even cognitive function, that muscle mass as we age is a big predictor of how like, how long like our lifespan and then also like health span, like how healthy we are as we age Mm. will be. So muscle mass is a big predictor of that. So you don't want to be too far on the other end of the spectrum where you're just skin and bones and like, well, at least I'm not fat. And it's like, but... You know, you get a hospitalization, and you know you're on. You have to be on IVs, and you're being, you know, fed minimal food. Like, yeah, you you know you'll you won't be in as great of a spot if you didn't have you know some muscle build up on you.
1: I think that's the other side of the coin that doesn't get talked about is being
0: too skinny. Because mm-hmm. yeah.
1: there is a healthy weight, but most of the emphasis is always on losing, 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 losing. But then you don't want to lose any more than what you really need to and be
0: unhealthy on that side of the spectrum. No, that's a, that's another good point. So what I really want to do today is I just want to talk about my journey because, um, as we'll see here, I've, I've put on about 24 pounds. Um, and I, and I'm saying muscle because my body fat has stayed about the same. So technically it could be more muscle than just 24 pounds Mm -hmm. because, but relatively, my body composition has stayed the same in terms of the fat percentage on my body. Um, so I hope people can find if you are the hard gainer type. And again, I am by no means jacked. You know, I'm I'm on my journey, just like everybody else. And you know, my next I'm, my next phase is to gain ten more pounds of muscle. And um, yeah, we're all on this journey together.
1: So have you? I guess would you say that you've always been on the leaner side most of your
0: life? Absolutely. So I've always been active. I'll say that Mm -hmm. from the time I could walk, you know, I've been playing in the backyard. I've been doing uh, extracurricular sports and, you know, all that kind of stuff growing up. Mm -hmm. But like when we're talking about exercise in general, whether that's can, you know lifting weights some sort of like running pro- you know all the things we've talked about in the past that was always off and on i'd always been active right you know, but never consistent with an exercise program so like i'll say in high school you would <laughs> you know you'd work out in the fall and you
1: i mean it was it was because you played baseball and I some played, of the guys might not know that typically here in the states you start in the
0: fall training yep. Yes, exactly. So you would, we'd get on a workout program in the fall and then springtime comes around and then you play baseball and you don't work out. So again, I was being active, but I wasn't building upon what you had just did in the fall and then spring and then summertime comes around and then you play travel baseball. And again, you're being active, um, but you're not building any sort of exercise consistency or progression or anything like that. So like I said, I've, I had always been active and it's not like I was really skinny or really fat. I was just an athletic, you know, normal kid. Mm-hmm. Um, but never. So you wouldn't say you were skinny fat, you know, those people who are skinny,
1: up have a little bit of belly.
0: No, no, no. I was not skinny fat. Yeah. I was very, uh, I was very lean. Mm-hmm. I had some muscle. I wasn't fat. I wasn't skinny, but I was by no means jacked. Mm. Um, Maybe what's people might call shredded. Yeah. No. No. Not, not, not. that far. No. Not that far. <laughs> no, not that far. But yeah. yes. But there was never consistency in my workouts. There was no real plan. Even the workouts in the fall, there was there was no um, progress. Like they were just kind of like, the the workouts were designed to like break you. They weren't really designed to build you up. Y- yeah. They
1: were more. I feel like most of them were just like mental endurance.
0: Yes, because technically our high school coach was not allowed to um almost I'd fire anybody to cut anybody from the team. So he would just make the workout so hard that people who were not interested in playing baseball would just quit because they were that, I <laughs> know that yeah, sounds horrible.
1: No, I, I get that. So the workout. So a lot of people call it hell week. Yes. So, along
0: those lines. Mm-hmm. So I get it. Oh yeah. We have, he'd call it five minute abs, but we, we swore that his timer would go off at like the 10 or 12 minute mark. Like they were not doing, we did not Your do concept of time when you're in those moments. I did think he did it longer than five minutes. I think five was, minutes was like an hour. Yeah, I think he did make it ten. Anyway, so those workouts were never even designed to like build up strength. They were always designed to just be like brutally hard, which so is, almost
1: just like conditioning.
0: Yeah, I would say so. It's right? a form of conditioning, a, f- a way to which is not bad, absolutely. but not yeah, ideal not. for muscle growth. Exactly.
1: So let me ask you this, Cam. Yeah. Because I think from from your side and from other people maybe who have gone through this is talk about eating because you have to eat. And that's always an issue that a lot of hard gainers have. Mm. Did you just never have an appetite or Mm. did you get full easy or Uh, looking back, what would you say was talking about like in high school, high school, maybe early college.
0: Yeah. Um, Well, I had no, I had no idea what nutrition was. Mm -hmm. I didn't even really know what protein was. So like I, I, The first time I tried protein powder, it gave me diarrhea, and I was like, (laughs) not for me. So I never took protein in high school. I never took protein in college. I never took any supplements. I would just eat what my mom put on the dinner table at night.
1: And I would say, I don't know if you would agree, most American households, dinners or foods, is primarily carbs and a little bit of protein and a lot of fat
0: too. And I would say you go out to eat and you'll see very similar things. You know, if you're, if the the most expensive thing on the menu is going to be the steak or the fish Mm -hmm. or even like a full chicken breast, those are going to be your higher paying meals because you get more protein than, you know, your Cajun uh, shrimp pasta that has maybe like four ounces of, you know, protein in it. And (laughs) the rest is, you know, sugary, uh, Alfredo sauce and, you know, carbs for the pasta. Mm -hmm. So I would just eat whatever my parents cooked. Um, I had no concept, like, uh, I'd eat at the cafeteria. I had no concept of, I needed to choose certain foods over the other. I would just eat whatever was being served that day. And I really never ate breakfast cause I, I was just never a big breakfast eater. So no real concept of nutrition at all, mm. not nothing, you know, and then also no real plan and also no real plan. I didn't even want to be, cause that wasn't my goal though. My goal was not to be big and strong because no one ever told me I needed to be big and strong, that it was going to help my baseball career. My only focus was to play college baseball. And so you focus, I'm assuming, mostly on technique. I, I focus mainly on technique. And then the workouts were a distraction. They were a distraction from me getting in the batting cage or drill, doing drills mm-hmm. or doing scrimmages and stuff like that. Because no one ever told me, hey, Cam, did you know that if you were, if you could squat 100 pounds more than you can right now, that you'll probably hit the ball farther? No one ever told me that. Yeah. So that wasn't even, like if I knew that, then that would have been my goal, but that wasn't told to me. So I'm telling everybody right now, and we did an episode in the past about working out will not hinder your sport. It will only enhance it. I think that's 10 things we wish we knew. I I
1: think people, I guess the argument against that is that you want to really improve your technique, which I agree, but also was that is Let's. If your technique is already good, strength is only going to make it even better. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe if you're first starting out, yeah, maybe you do want to focus more on technique, but
0: strength training will help. Oh, but I mean, if you're doing your sport and then you get to high school or even later middle school, where you can hit puberty and you can start lifting weights, you've already been doing your sport for six, eight years, mm-hmm. maybe longer. I don't know, depending on when you started. Yeah. So. At that point, you should already have a lot of the skills drilled in. Now you just need to start building up, you know, power. We could go
1: down the rabbit hole of like, well. It depends who your who your coaches were and how you were trained. Blah, that's, blah, blah. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, and, in theory, my, this was and, just my experience. I would say that I'm with you. That most kids start playing their sport at a very young age and they keep doing it for a while.
0: Right. So that was that was me up until halfway through college. I played a few years of college baseball. So you did the same thing, always practicing. You'd get in the weight room whenever they told you to get in the weight room. I would never go anything beyond that because, again, it wasn't important to me. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then when I got done playing baseball, so the rest of college, I was still fairly active. You know, I'd play intramurals. We'd go play spike ball. We did lots of hiking. And, again, not really consistent, but you'd go to the gym for maybe a couple weeks, maybe a month. Then you stop. A lot of circuit training. A lot of circuit training. (laughs) Just not really knowing what you're kind of doing what you had done your whole life those kind of really hard workouts that are designed mm-hmm. not really to make any progress, but just to, which are not a bad, it's not a bad thing. They make you feel good afterwards. Yeah. You're sweating. Um, it's, I mean, it is good for mental toughness. Like I'm not saying anything against this, but if, if building 20 pounds of muscle is your goal, which is the you know topic of the podcast episode, then this style training is not for you. Um, so what, what did I do? Well, like any, you know, person that wants, well, I guess at this point, I still didn't want to build 20 pounds of muscle. I was just wanting to be athletic. I just wanted to not be fat. I just wanted to be healthy. So I started running. Uh, So uh, this was later on, I've again, always been athletic and doing things actively and then i get out of school and now i'm working i'm working my job this is what pt school at this point yeah this is after pt because i was active in pt school too mm-hmm. playing intramurals and you know doing on and off like when you start in pt school is when i started learning more and more about fitness mm-hmm. and the body go figure makes sense so yeah that's, that's <laughs> when i that's when i started to get more intrigued yeah, about like, this uh, whole yeah. gaining weight losing weight building endurance like all that kind of stuff so like i literally trialed a bunch of stuff out in pt school like one one to two months I would go two to three times before school and I would swim laps. Cause I was like, I want to see what swimming's like. And then I did track workouts where you do like hundred meter sprints, 400 meter sprints. Uh, I did kettlebell circuits. I did some longer distance running. Like I, I was just always mixing it up because I was learning about all this stuff and it was so new. And I was like, I never tried any of these different forms of fitness. Mm. Um, so then that's when I was like just experiencing all of it. Then I got out of school and I was like, I need to, you know, I need to continue to be healthy the easiest way for me to do that without paying a gym membership is just to do some cardio.
1: That's when you started training for the marathon, right?
0: Yep. So then at this point I did a year worth of all cardio running biking. I don't believe I did any swimming, lots of hiking. Um, and I was able to run half marathon, ran a marathon, was biking 30 miles pretty consistently, not too, not too hard. um, and it was fun. I was consistent. I enjoyed it. I was following a plan. Um, but the thing was, and I felt great. I was starting to get aches and pains. My hips started to kind of bother mm. me. My knees started to bother me a little bit. Mm-hmm. My, my back started to bother me because I had just been doing all this running and I wasn't doing anything else. So some little um, kinks in my armor were starting to show up because I'd just been doing cardio for a full year. And I and again my body felt good, like you felt you know, you had the runner's high a lot. You just, your heart and lungs felt great. But also my physique was kind of going down the drain. That athletic built that I had, had was starting to turn more skinny. And I would say kind of a little bit more skinny fat because I was starting to lose the, I didn't have a lot, but I was starting to lose the <laughs> muscle that I that I had, if that makes any yeah, sense. Yeah, no, of course. So like my legs were getting really skinny. My arms were, I had a flat chest. Like I was just, but I still kind of had, the same their runners build i started to get the runners build and mm-hmm. i and again i probably lost maybe five to eight pounds of muscle i would say because mm. i'd say my body fat percentage stayed the same and that's kind of how you know whether you're build you know building muscle or losing muscles just if you're a guy just pinch your belly is your belly staying the same as you're getting bigger or smaller if it is you're losing muscle if it's fluctuating then you're losing fat mm. but anyway my physique was starting to kind of go down the drain and at this point, I'm just going to round down. I was weighing probably about 155. I think when I tipped the scale at that night, it was like 156 and I'm 511. So I'm pr- that was pretty skinny. Yeah, that's very skinny. I will say that. Um, and then also at this point, I tried squatting 90. 90- was, I was like, I know I probably need to start. Needed, I need to do some squats to fix this knee and hip pain that I've got going on. Because I'm a PT, I was like, I know what I need to do, but I just enjoyed running. Well, the good thing is you actually knew
1: what you need to do. Because yep. I feel like in most cases, people would say, it's my technique. It's like the default to everything. It's my technique. Mm-hmm. Or then it's like, maybe I just need to
0: do some, some foam rolling and then I'll be fine. Yep. So I, I knew what I needed to do. Which is good. And that was, I needed to actually start lifting weights, but I didn't want to because I just enjoyed running so much. Mm. And I, so I, I got under the bar and I squatted the bar and I was like, whoa, <laughs> <laughs> whoa, <laughs> that felt weird. And I was like, okay, let me put some more weight on there. I got to 95 pounds. So just 25 pounds on each side. And I was like, that was hard. That had never been hard in the past with why is this so hard? And, I'm, and I was like, well, duh, dummy. I haven't been... I haven't been ex- I haven't <laughs> been strength training. And then also during this time too, a patient told me that I was looking really skinny. And I think she made it as a compliment, like, hey, you're looking like really thin. <laughs> and that's like a guy's worst nightmare. When it, when someone tells a guy who's trying to like, I think I need to get in shape. Well,
1: especially if you're somebody who's been skinny most of their life, you don't want to be skinny. He's like a, somebody who's fat. like, you're looking real big.
0: I know, yeah, <laughs> that's like- exactly what it was. So at this point, I knew what I needed to do. I had that realization that I was weak because I could only squat 95 pounds and that someone told me I was skinny. So I was like, I need, I need to, I need Do to Do you change. remember
1: the early days of us strength training? Yeah. <laughs> I remember when just even bench pressing the bar was like, oh, wow, this is kind of heavier than it is. And we were at like five or 10 pounds or mm-hmm. our deadlift would get to like 135. I'm like, wow, we're, we're making big gains.
0: <laughs> gains train. <laughs> so I just say all of that. I didn't mean to ramble. But I just wanted people to get a, a glimpse of where I was coming from because I feel like maybe a lot of people find themselves maybe in that boat of on and off, of not really knowing which form of exercise to pick. And not that any of this is bad, but I just knew at this point my goal needed to be weight gain and muscle gain.
1: Yeah, there's, I'm sure there's a lot of people who want to gain yeah. some
0: muscle. And some people are like, well, why are you complaining? You know, you were in shape and you were healthy. Like, so what if you're a little skinny or whatever? Like, that's probably what a lot of people want. But again, I'm on the other side of the spectrum. And and a uh, little perspective, maybe you've never been on the other side, right? Of it.
1: Well, you've been skinny your whole life. Maybe you feel like you're all bones. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, I don't, I don't want to just be all bones. The grass is always green on the other side, is mm-hmm. what people think. So pe- skinny people like, well, if I was just fat, then I'll just lose the fat and be, have all the muscle. And fat mm-hmm. people are like, well, if I was just skinny, it'd be easy for me to build muscle. I just the muscle. eat. I just need to eat. I can do that the pretty good. Fat
1: person's easier to eat, and the skinny person's hard to eat most yeah. of the time. Most
0: of the time, not yeah. always. So. All that being said, I'm going to tell everybody the seven things I did to go from 16, 156 to 180 pounds. So technically, that's 24 pounds of muscle, but I'm titling it 20 because that sounds better than 24. You know, whole number, or not, I guess not whole numbers, just, I don't know. 20 pounds sounds better. Here's what I did. Number one, this is what worked for me. Again, this is what worked for me. I'm not saying this is going to work for everybody. I cut cardio. At that point, I stopped doing cardio because I was like, I'm burning too many calories and I'm not consuming enough and I'm just continuing to lose and lose weight. So I need to stop the stimulus that's burning my calories. Mm. So I cut it. But I still did like I I would go on walks with the with the missus and the dog. I'd go on some hikes like I wasn't doing like no cardio, but I had stopped doing the 18 mile runs on Sunday and seven miles during the week and eight, you know, 10 on Saturday mm-hmm. or whatever I stopped doing stuff like that actually I kind of just stopped I didn't even run more than a mile or two like I just cut Until recently right yeah I, I just yeah I just mainly walks and hikes so that's the first thing I did the second thing I did is I started lifting weights three times a week okay here's here's my thought process specifically I started lifting heavy weight and low reps I was like I need to start building strength and the best way to build strength is is low reps and heavy weight. You're and for not, those
1: who don't know, you would say between four to
0: six, right? Yeah, I'd say four to six reps. It's like you're mm-hmm. doing no more than that. Like I think I was even like between three and five. Um, I was basically doing a powerlifting routine. It was mainly focusing on, focusing on bench, deadlift, and squat. There were some other exercises like overhead press, pull-ups, mm-hmm. you know, some stuff like that, maybe a curl or two, but it was essentially like around three to four lifts. Like I did not deviate from those. I put all my focus, all my attention into getting stronger on those lifts. So
1: why were you, why, why those lifts count? Why'd so, you pick those? It,
0: those are the main compound lifts. So mm-hmm. like they are giving you, you are recruiting the most amount of muscle mass. You are, um, able to lift the most weight because you are able to use more muscle to lift that weight uh-huh. and they're hitting the main movement patterns of the body like push, pull, squat. So they're hitting all the big foundational movement patterns. Now, it's not bulletproof and it's not um I would say there's definitely some things that need to be added in, but at first starting from zero, I was like I just need to put all my attention into those lifts and then as I you go on, then I can start adding in different exercises and starting to supplement maybe some weaker points. But I knew those were like the three mm-hmm. to five lifts that I needed to do and get strong on. Now, the reason I was doing three days a week is because when you do lift heavy like this, you need recovery days because it taxes your nervous system. It taxes your muscular system because of the heavy weight. So you really have to, you know, rest on the days that you're not lifting in order to, drive the adaptation so that next time you can lift heavier weights. Cause it's not like I was just doing the same weight each. I was, I was going up. Well, that's okay. That's point number three. So the third thing I did was I focused on progressive overload on those low reps and high weight. So I was, I was basically adding five to 10 pounds on the bar, every workout or every other workout. And I did this for months because I was resting, I was eating, and i was focusing on those lifts and i wasn't taxing myself by running or doing additional exercises mm. those were the focus that's all i was focusing on
1: and we have a whole episode on progressive overload um there's a lot of ways to go about it mm-hmm. but i think one of our preferred methods is by adding weight to the bar instead of a lot of the other you know you can add more reps you can add all these things but the what you're saying if you want to build pure mass and gain weight one of the best ways to do it is specifically add weight to the bar as your form of
0: progressive overload Mm -hmm. i I would totally agree and what that does too is size will follow strength like if 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 you were me and you you got stuck at 95 pounds on squat your legs are not going to get bigger unless you get your squat up into the two to three hundred pounds like it's just it's just not like you have to do so much volume in order for your legs to grow, and the easiest way that we're saying is to just lift heavy weights.
1: Yeah, I think a lot of people get lost in the volume train. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, again, I'm not
0: saying we're that's not a against bad thing. It. I'm just yeah. saying what I did to start gaining weight. I'm not saying if you've already gained your 20 to 30 pounds and now you're trying to squeak out 10 to 15 extra or whatever. Yeah, maybe you need to switch it up and do some more you know volume or something we're building
1: the foundation here. this is building the foundation and i like can say this is not forever yes it's not a perfect workout program there's other movement patterns that we need to incorporate but at first this, try this
0: and this worked for me mm-hmm. so i i know that it works and he's a doctor so you should listen that's <laughs> that's damn right Annabelle. <laughs> <laughs> need more respect around here okay so number four was i was eating in a calorie surplus and that's all ob- and that's obvious because in order to gain, but talk right
1: more about that. Because I know that was that's hard for a lot of the hard gain, hard for the hard.
0: Hard for the hard gainers. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're right. Uh, H- so how did
1: you do it? how did you break it up? Or I for, for what what change? What change from when you maybe have tried something similar in the past to when you did it a few years ago?
0: Yeah, I. Well, this was technically the first time that I tried because in the past. Really? Yeah, because okay. in the past I didn't know that I needed to gain weight mm-hmm. because either like my goal was baseball or sure. you know, athletic. It wasn't necessarily the aesthetics or the, the strength or size or whatever. So I started tracking and, um, essentially what I would do, um, uh, to get in this calorie surplus, what worked for me was I started, which is number five is I started drinking a lot of whole milk because I think it tastes good. Uh, I'm not allergic to it. It didn't make me feel any sort of way. You might, you know, you might have, Some sort of reaction to milk, or can't tolerate it, you know.
1: And lactose intolerant. Yeah, all that
0: kind of stuff. But I was drinking it's basically two cups at dinner time and a cup at breakfast. So that's an easy four hundred and fifty calories to five hundred calories with twenty four to twenty five grams of protein that I could eat that I could get in a day, an additional. Mm. And you Mm. do that every day. By the end of the week, that's a pound, because you're at five hundred surplus a day that's going to put you at 3,500 at the end of the week. And that's a surplus of a pound. So my diet kind of stayed the same. I was starting, I mean, I would eat more. Like I was conscious of trying to eat more. So you were slowly
1: adding more calories.
0: I was slowly adding more calories by just adding milk into a couple of my meals. So I was eating relatively the same, but now I was aware that I needed to eat more. So like at dinner time, I would probably get a second serving instead of one serving. And I would have the milk. So that's how I was tracking because I knew like I was my body was staying the same. I was eating the same. So all I did was add an extra serving at dinner time and this this extra milk kind of throughout the day. And that's that worked for me. Like I started to gain the weight because I was getting more calories in. I think that's. That's an easy strategy for
1: that that for a lot of people can incorporate, you know, I think of weight loss and weight gain people think that you need to lose it all or gain it all within a matter of days or months but you were gradually increasing your calories so it meant over a long period of time you were mm-hmm. going to gain weight regardless because you had cut cardio so you weren't burning as much and you were um creating that stimulus of muscle growth so mm-hmm. it, was, it was about to happen and it doesn't have yep. to be this complicated thing i think a lot of the issues is that people ha- do you have a hard time eating a lot mm-hmm. for the hard gainers? Maybe they can't do the 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 extra serving. So what would you I guess what have you seen or rec- or what would you recommend for someone like that?
0: Um I think so for me I know that I am the most hungry. where I can I could probably put away a lot of calories between like four and 8 p.m. Like I know Mm -hmm. I can eat a lot and I know that I will not be hungry until like 10 a.m. in the morning. Like it is hard to get food down in the morning. Mm -hmm. So I would say like if you are one of those hard gainers start to figure out the time of the day when you're the most hungry. So if you're the most hungry in the afternoon then your lunch should be your biggest meal not dinner because if you start to get Mm -hmm. less hungry as the day goes on you should eat your biggest meal when you're the most hungry. So, like, I could eat a good amount at lunch, but I could never eat as much as I can at dinner time. At dinner time, I could, for me, mm-hmm. I could eat way more. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I'm just mo- the most hungry. But as the, day, as the day goes on, I get more hungry. And when I first wake up, I'm like, it's so hard to eat. I couldn't. I don't yeah. even want to look at food. So, you got to find out when you're the most hungry, and that's when you need to get your big meal in because that's when you can tolerate that most the most amount of food. Um, Did you snack? Because I know a lot
1: of like people say, from what I've seen about people who are trying to get away, they either say break it up to a lot smaller meals or try to find a snack to eat or throughout the day. Did, did you ever
0: snack or? So, uh, like I said, the only thing I did was I kept every meal that I was eating the same, like what me and my wife were doing. But I just added an extra mm-hmm. serving at mm-hmm. dinner and I added that milk throughout the day. That's all that I did. I wasn't snacking like, I mean, again, like if someone brought cookies to work, like I'd have a cookie. Like, yes, please. Yes, please. Like I, like, <laughs> I would, I would get additional calories in that way, but essentially, everything was staying the same. I was just adding in that extra serving, mm, get more mm-hmm. calories, and then adding in the milk, which was giving me a decent amount of calories, and that was the easiest way for me to track. But yeah, snacking would be great. I'm just my job as a PT, like I'm working with people all day, and I just can't go back and eat a hard-boiled egg. You know what I mean? Like, It'll be kind of hard. How- hold on hold on two more of those (laughs) really chalky (laughs) let me chew this for a bit it's just for me like i just can't snack just i would if i had a you know if i worked at a desk or i worked at home like yeah that would have been that would be the most ideal you have a couple hard-boiled eggs throughout the day like boom but um this is just what i had to do so maybe somebody who may not
1: like dairy Find an easy way to consume those calories, what yeah. you would say to them.
0: Yep. And again, I've got a, these are things that I did at the, here in a second, what, uh, how I'm going to get to 190. I've got a few switches that I would switch. Mm. So this is going to be for them. Um, number six, I was tracking everything workouts and my protein intake, which I was essentially looking at the milk and I was looking at dinner. Because I was getting that extra serving, so those were the those were how I was mainly tracking. But I was also tracking my workouts. I was writing down the sets, the reps, the weight. I wrote down whether it was easy, hard. How much weight I should pr- potentially add next time. Could could it be five pounds? Could I put could I put on ten pounds next time on the bar? Um, do I need to do an extra warm up set? I was writing everything down so that mm, way the next workout mm-hmm. I was ready to hit the gym.
1: I like that, and we've talked about that in the past. It's gonna be very hard to know. Where you are if you're not tracking. Yes. Recording. Documenting everything. You at got first.
0: to Yeah, you got to. If you're if you're trying to gain twenty pounds and you gotta get stronger, you gotta track people. Mm-hmm. And the last thing is I was I was just patient.
1: Boo. I, know. I mean
0: that's one of the things that we try to tell people you you have to be patient. It took me about I wanna say two years. It could have been less. Maybe a little less probably a little bit less we'll say
1: two years it sounds a little bit it sounds, better. sounds it, it, better honestly
0: it was less to gain 24 pounds and be at the same body fat. i would percentage. say maybe 25 pounds at this point yeah um but yeah it took me it took me a little bit so it's going to take you a little bit and that's fine that's okay mm-hmm. um but those are the seven things i did so i'm going to just review them real quick i cut cardio i started lifting heavy three times a week allowing days for recovery I really focused on progressive overload, the low reps and high weight, adding weight to the bar every workout or every other workout. I was eating in a calorie surplus. I was drinking a lot of whole milk. I was tracking everything, workouts and meals, and I was patient. Those were the seven things that I did to gain 25 pounds of muscle, 20 pounds of muscle. Yeah.
1: You know, people always say, give it time, give it time, but a lot... A lot of time. They miss the important part. You have to put in the work.
0: You have to put the work over time. Over time. So with all that being said, there are things that I would change. You know, that's that's what worked for me. So my current weight is 180. I want to get to 190. Again, staying the same body fat. I'm trying to convince them to go to 200. We'll (laughs) see. One step at a time. (laughs) So one switch that I am making currently is I'm not drinking that much milk anymore. I'm actually adding in more whey protein supplementation. So that's one thing that I'm mm-hmm. doing because you get more you get more protein and for me it was tastier, and than just chugging plain milk. In that new
1: Legions, cinnamon, cinnamon flavor. Cinnam- what is it called it's cinnamon uh,
0: cinnamon cereal. Cinnamon cereal. It's it's the so bomb. good. It's so good. Um, Use discount code heroes. That's right at checkout. <laughs> So I would definitely not drink as much milk, but I'd add in more protein supplementations, whether that's the blue bars, protein shake, whatever. Um, I think that's just a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. Um, you, can, you can get essentially a little bit more calories too. And then I would also choose a little bit healthier food options. Now, I was not eating bad by any means during this time. Uh, but I mean, I remember I remember shoveling down... <laughs> jimmy dean sausage breakfast biscuits with some milk before going to work and just feeling mm, mm. because again i wasn't very hungry in the morning but i'm like i gotta eat something uh so oh it was it it wasn't very tasty (laughs) but i was just shoveling that down so i can't look at biscuits nowadays no so like (laughs) i'm um i'm choosing a little bit healthier options like i'll have eggs instead of something like that i'll have greek yogurt instead of something like that you know, when I when my wife and I when we cooked dinner, we're always trying to look for some sort of lean protein and some sort of veggie, potentially some sort of starchy carb, potato, sweet potato, rice, something like that. Um, so that's what we typically look at for our for our meals. First is just like I'm going to pound pizza tonight because that's I can get 700 calories. You can get easy. a lot of calories. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, I'm my goal now is 10 pounds, and I've already put on a lot, so I need to be a little bit more strategic with how I gain which would now be like 30 pounds. So I'm I'm, wow. get, I'm starting to to get closer to my potential here because... Isn't
1: that so interesting? we were looking at pictures a while back, and then sometimes when you're on the journey, you're like, man, nothing's changing. I feel like I'm still the same. And then you look at a picture and
0: like, "Dagum!" I don't even know who that is. <laughs> I was so skinny. <laughs> yeah, I was very skinny yeah. after this cardio. Uh, so another thing I would change is... I wouldn't be so afraid to to cut that cardio. I think um, cardio is is great for you. I mean, I might not be running twelve miles. Mm-hmm. I say this, and I just ran a half marathon like two weekends ago mm-hmm. for fun. Um, but I wouldn't cut as much cardio because I think heart health and lung health is very important. And not that you are not getting that with lifting heavy weights and blah blah blah. I know what people are gonna say, but but some long distance runs, maybe some short sprints or intervals when you are doing some some less. Sort of yeah um i think that's great for your heart and your lungs and your brain one of the best so i was listening to this this one doctor and he was saying one of the best predictors for lifespan and health span is your vo2 max like how basically how efficient are you Mm. at um you know bringing oxygen to your body when you're doing some sort of cardio activity. That's one of the biggest predictors. Now, it's not to say that people who lift weights and don't run all that kind of stuff because, well, like we said, muscle mass is also a good indicator. Yeah. We like
1: to say there is no
0: silver bullet.
1: There's it's not. It's encompassing of all these different things.
0: That's right. And something else that I realized, again, I'm just rambling now, but I, there needs to be a balance between health and your physique because sometimes, not always, but sometimes they can be at odds with each other. What do I mean? Sometimes to get that physique, to build up all that mass, like you kind of have to get, some people say you got to get fat and that gets you at risk of type two diabetes, metabolic syndrome. Like it's going to put you at risk just to gain a bunch of weight. It's also harder on your heart. It's harder on your organs to gain a lot of weight too quickly. Mm -hmm. Um, And then sometimes you're not focusing on the healthy food choices. So now you're eating a bunch of crap, which is going to mess with your hormones, uh, your mental state. Highly
1: processed, because what does highly processed mean? A lot of
0: calories. A lot of calories, and it tastes good. Mm -hmm. So sometimes those things can be at odds with each other. Not always, but sometimes they can. So something that I've realized is I would rather take the slower path to gaining muscle without sacrificing health. I would rather eat the chicken breast and Maybe not hit my calories for the day, then going and eating a large pizza by myself to go over, and that way I know for sure I was in a calorie surplus. Mm-hmm. Um, some people might disagree with me on that, but again, I don't. I will get to 190 at some point. Like I will get there. Now is it gonna be? If you keep doing what you're doing and keep, give it time, yeah. Yeah, is it gonna be two months? Like I'm like I could be planning two or three months. Like it could be if I'm really consistent, and it might be a year if I do a little slower. Um, it doesn't matter. It's, 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 you know, it's my journey Mm -hmm. and I'm choosing the slower, healthier path to build the muscle. So it's your hero's journey. That's right. And again, your path is different, but this is what worked for me. This is what I believe is going to continue to work for me. And those would be the switches I would make. I wouldn't be afraid to do cardio and I would probably pick a few healthier food options for some of my meals. But yeah, I do want to say something else during that time too especially the men i want to talk to the men you might be tempted to want to speed up the process and start googling anabolic steroids (laughs) anabolics you might be looking you might want to look up steroids um guys as tempting as that sounds and even though i even though i looked it up too even though i'm like man this is taking me a while i know i could really get there faster like i wonder am i too young to be on trt yet like What's going on, guys? Too many young men die because of anabolic steroids and die young. Too mm. many too many men die young because they got on anabolic steroids. It is really hard on your body, especially your internal organs like your heart, kidney, and liver. It is very hard. Now, I'm not saying anything against anyone who's on steroids, but I'm just saying be careful who you're looking at on social media. Be careful who you're looking at on the magazines Hey, even be careful who you're looking at on the movie screen <laughs> they might be on anabolics now do, like, oh, was one cycle gonna kill you and they're like but hold on it's not the one cycle that kills you it could be you might do it incorrectly you might you might have mm-hmm. had tainted stare like you don't know so i just want to say that you know make sure you're, if you're gonna ever do it it's under a doctor's supervision blah 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 whatever but people get addicted because of how they start to look and then your aesthetics, your physique becomes more important than your health. And then you die young.
1: Yeah, it's almost like when we've talked about... You've talked about how to gain weight, how to lose weight. It comes down to what? A numbers game. You in can, time. In time. You can lose weight and gain weight eating like crap. And I mean crap. But it'll work because it's a number. You yeah. can you can fudge the numbers. But in the long scheme of things, like Cam's saying... You might be causing a lot more damage than good.
0: Yeah. So sorry to to end on a little downer there. No, but I think I, it's good for I people. I do want to know. just warn against using anabolics, guys. Avoid steroids unless you're on you know TRT under your doctor's supervision, which again is not gonna be as like a super physiological dose like a bodybuilder would take. Anyway, give it careful. time. Just give it time, be careful. I'm a hard gainer. I've gained twenty to twenty five pounds. I probably have ten to fifteen more pounds in me. Um, uh, to build a muscle, we'll just do it that way, guys. It's gonna take some years, but um, we're on our journey.
1: I'm glad that you say that, though, because when you look at social media, it it seems like it just happens yesterday. And like we've said before, some of them might be on certain things to have sped up the process, and they might not be, may not be, but, but give it time. Yeah, Cam did it.
0: You can do you it. You can do it. So here we go. If you need help on your journey, reach out to us. We, like Annabelle said at the beginning, we do online coaching. Uh, if you want, if you need help gaining that twenty pounds of muscle, and you know you you tried the steps that I, you know, first of all, try the steps that I just mm-hmm. laid out there because they worked for me. But if those don't work for you, let us know. Well, we can customize a plan, nutrition for you, and help you gain those twenty pounds of muscles just like I did.
1: Mm-hmm. He's looking good. I can. Al- <laughs> we can always look better,
0: but the thing is you being happy comparison yes. is comparison is the thief of joy i'm i'm healthy this is the fittest i've ever been it's the best i've ever felt um and i'm doing it naturally so just remember everybody that you're human we shouldn't seek perfection but daily improvement all yeah. right see you guys see ya.